If you have your Bibles tonight, we're turning to Matthew chapter 1. I just want to speak for a few moments tonight on His name is Jesus. His name is Jesus. And it's Matthew chapter 1. And it's just one verse. It's at the birth of the Lord Jesus Christ. It's just one verse. Matthew chapter 20. Uh, Matthew chapter 1 and verse 1. And once you're there, if you would with me tonight, just stand to your feet. We stand for the reading of God's Word just to honor His Word. That's why we do it. So once you're there in Matthew chapter 1 and verse 21, then if you would stand with me and then we'll just read this one verse and His name is Jesus. Amen. Once you're there, then we'll stand and we'll all audibly, if you can, if you have a Bible, if you don't, you can just listen in. But Matthew chapter 1 and verse 21, we'll all read it together. And she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. So Lord, we pray that you would bless your word, that you would anoint us both to preach and to hear your word. And Lord, tonight in everything we ask, that your name would be exalted in this place. Lord, I pray that you would save souls in this house, that you would unstop deaf and ears, and that you would open the blinded eye. And Lord, we ask, O oh God, that the Spirit would convict of sin. Lord, that you would do the work that only you can do, that you would give the increase. We ask all these things in Jesus' name. And everyone said, Amen. You may take your seats. Praise the Lord. His name is Jesus. Thou shalt bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save, deliver his people from their sins. I'm going to read another portion of Scripture tonight. It's over in Mark chapter 10, if you want to follow it. It's the account of a man I would say that probably most people here would have heard of this man. His name was Bartimaeus. And in Mark chapter 10 and verse 46, we read the account here of his encounter with the Lord Jesus Christ. In Mark 10, verse 46, it says, And they came uh, to Jericho. And as he went out of Jericho with his disciples, there was a great number of people. And blind Bartimaeus, the son of Timaeus, sat by the highway side begging. And when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out and say, Jesus, Thou son of David, have mercy on me. And many charged him that he should not hold his peace, that he should hold his peace, but he cried the more a great deal. Thou son of David, have mercy on me. And Jesus stood still and commanded him to be called. And they called the blind man, saying unto him, Be of good comfort, rise, he calleth thee. And he, that is Bartimaeus, casting away his garment, rose and came to Jesus. And Jesus answered and said unto him, What wilt thou that I should do to thee? And the blind man said unto him, Lord, that I might receive my sight. And Jesus said unto him, Go thy way. Thy faith hath made thee whole. And immediately he received the sight and followed Jesus in the way. You know, we're told just a few things about this man but we're told enough to get an insight into his life. We're told that he was blind. 
We're told that his name was Bartimaeus. We're told that his father's name was Timaeus. And we get an insight into the life that he lived. He was a beggar. He was left at the side of the road most mornings, probably picked up late in the afternoon, and he would spend his day begging, trying to get a few pennies together in order that he could feed himself and survive. It wasn't really a great existence, his life. By all accounts, this was his daily activity. It seemed a profoundly sad existence day in and day out. This was the rigmarole of his life. He was brought out by someone, a neighbor, a friend, a family member, out just side the city gates. He would be sat down by the road. And there this blind man would just sit with a little cup of some sorts and waited for someone. He would just listen for someone just to walk past that way. And when he heard the footsteps of someone coming, he would begin to call out just for a, a few pennies. Would you give me a few pence? And maybe some would stop and maybe some wouldn't, but that was his sole existence. That was his hope in everyday life that someone would give him just a few pence in order that he could feed himself and survive. And strangers would come close and strangers would walk past. Some would give him something and some would give him nothing. But the cause of his demise or the cause of his problem was very simple. The fact is that Bartimaeus was blind. That was his disability. He was reduced to a, a pretty sad life. He didn't have like what we have today, the care and the attention and the social welfare in order to accompany him and aid him in life. He had none of those things. But the cause of his demise was that he was, that he was blind and his disability reduced him to a, a, a sad life of one that just sat by the wayside. He was a beggar. He was blind. Physically, he was blind. You know, the Bible tells us of a more serious blindness. Now, I want you to listen carefully. There's another blindness the Bible talks about. It's not something that's physical. And I don't believe there's anyone here tonight that is visually impaired, but most, if I think all, can see tonight. Some with aided spectacles, but everyone can see. But there is a, there's a much more serious blindness that is in this room. There is a much more dangerous blindness that is among us. And although you might look at me and I can look at you, but there's a, there's a much more dangerous blindness that the Bible teaches us teaches us off, and that is a, a spiritual blindness. That is a spiritual condition. That blindness means that we're born. That spiritual blindness is what we're born with. We're born in sin. We're born without sight. We cannot see spiritually. And the consequences of that blindness, if you're here tonight and you've never come to know the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior because He opens the eyes of the blind, then the consequences of that blindness is the life that you now live. Inside, on the outside, certainly you can see in the natural, but on the inside, there is a life that's filled with darkness. If you cannot see, it's dark. And in that life, there's, there's a darkness. The consequences of being blind spiritually is that inside that life, there is a brokenness, there is a pain, there is an emptiness, there is a torment, there is an affliction, there is an emptiness, there's like a prison within you. And you cannot see, you're spiritually blind, but you can identify with the symptoms of what, what it is to be spiritually blind. 
In your life, there's, there's a void. There's a darkness. There's an emptiness. Perhaps you've fallen into many things of the world of addiction and immorality and all the things that come with that. And in some ways, it, it's because you're blind that you cannot see spiritually. The cause of all of this, of course, this spiritual blindness, the cause of it is sin. The Bible says it is sin. The Bible says all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. We are born blind. We're sinners. And we need a Savior. And there's an answer. But the answer is a spiritual answer because it's a spiritual disease. And so many find try to seek an answer in other things. We try to find an answer for our blindness. And the, and the emptiness and the brokenness and the, and the despair and the hopelessness. And we try to seek out other ways in which can fill that void, that broken life, that empty life. And so we seek things in this world in a practical sense. We seek things of probably tablets or drugs or prescription drugs or other drugs or, or all manners of things to try and fill the void of that empty life. But friends, it's a spiritual condition. It requires a spiritual answer. The Bible says about this spiritual disease concerning the Lord Jesus Christ in Psalm 146 and verse 8, there's an answer to this spiritual blindness. The Bible says that the Lord, that's Jesus Christ, He opens the eyes of the blind. The Bible says, speaking of Him in a prophetic sense, in Isaiah 29 and 18, and in that day, the deaf shall hear the words of the book. The eyes of the blind shall see out of obscurity, and suddenly the eyes of the blind will see out of darkness. And Isaiah 35 and verse 5, it says, then the eyes of the blind shall be opened, and the ears of the deaf shall be unstopped. This is in the person of Christ. And Isaiah 42 and verse 7, it says of him that he has come to open blind eyes and to bring out the prisoners from the prison and to them that sit in darkness out of the prison house. There's a spiritual answer to a spiritual need. And that answer is Jesus Christ. You know, John the Baptist heard of the mighty miracles that were taking place in the ministry of the Lord Jesus Christ, his earthly ministry. And he sent his disciples to go and seek out is this the one? Is this the Christ? And in Luke chapter 7 and verse 20, it says these words, When the men were come to him, they said, John the Baptist has sent us unto thee, saying, Art thou he that should come, or should we look for someone else? And in that same hour, he cured, this is Jesus, many of their infirmities and their plagues and of evil spirits. And unto many that were blind, he gave sight. And Jesus said to the disciples of John, go your way, tell John what things you have seen and what things you have heard. How that the blind see. You have walked into this room tonight spiritually blind, but you can walk out of this room tonight with your eyes, your spiritual eyes opened. The blind see. The lame walk. The lepers are cleansed. The deaf hear. The dead are raised. The poor have the gospel preached to them, and blessed is he whosoever shall not be offended in me. And the word began to spread about this man, Jesus. Oh, blind eyes are opened. Have you heard about Jesus? Blind eyes are opened. Have you heard that he unstops deaf ears? Have you heard that the lame walk? 
Have you heard that the dead are raised? Have you heard that he heals the broken in heart? Have you heard that he binds up the wounds? Have you heard that he sets the prisoner free? Have you heard about this Jesus? And the word began to spread from town and city and village. This is Jesus. And as the word began to spread throughout the land, one day, we don't know his name, we don't know her name, I don't know who it was, but there was someone, someone was either walking into the city of Jericho or they were walking out. And sitting by the wayside, there was an old blind beggar called Bartimaeus. It was just another day. It was just another day for him sitting by the wayside with his little cup begging, looking for a few pennies. But somebody, we don't know their name, but somebody walking past and hearing Bartimaeus saying, any chance of a few pennies, I'll say it in, in Belfast terms, any chance of a few pounds? And somebody stopped and looked down to Bartimaeus and I would say they probably put their hand in their pocket and they had a couple of pounds or a couple of pence and they said, look, there's a couple of pounds for you. But could I tell you something? Could I tell you something? And maybe you've met someone on the street like this. Maybe you've met someone in the workplace. Maybe you've met a neighbor and they've just stopped by and they said, could we tell you something? Have you heard about Jesus? Have you heard about this man, Jesus? He's the one that opens blind eyes, Bartimaeus. Bartimaeus, he's the one that lifts the beggar out of the dunghill. Bartimaeus, he's the one that cleanses the leper. Bartimaeus, he's the one that makes the lame to walk. He's the one that raises the dead. Have you heard about Jesus? And you can see Bartimaeus looking up and saying, who is this man? And he said, his name's Jesus. His name's Jesus. Have you heard about Jesus? Friend, have you heard about Jesus? No, you might have heard of many things. You might have heard about religion. You might have heard about many things in this world. But have you heard about Jesus? And you can see Bartimaeus sitting by the wayside. And as the steps of that stranger begin to walk on down the path, he remembers just this one thing. There's a man called Jesus. And I know if I meet this man, my life's going to be changed. And I see the stranger walk down the path. And I can nearly believe this. This is what I believe. I can see Bartimaeus just shouting after him, saying, by the way, what was his name again? And the stranger turns back and says, his name's Jesus. His name's Jesus. The Bible tells us as Jesus went out of Jericho with his disciples in a great number. You can see Bartimaeus this day then sitting by the wayside, but he hears the commotion, he hears the footsteps. He hears the crowd. He hears all the things that are going on. And they tell us that those that are blind, but they're very sensitive in their hearing, they can pick everything up. That's like their senses increased in their hearing. And so as he hears the commotion and the crowds coming, he begins to call out to a few people, what's going on? What's taking place? What's happening? Who's coming? Is it someone important? Is it a great and grand politician? And somebody turns to him and said, because it tells us in verse 47, when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth. It's Jesus. Someone told you about Jesus. Someone told you that Jesus can change your life. 
Someone told you that he can open the blinded eye. Someone told you that he can heal your broken life. Someone told you that he can set you free from the addiction of sin. Someone told you he gives you peace that passes understanding. Someone told you that Jesus gives you hope beyond this world. Someone told you that he cleanses you from all sin, that you'll be whiter than the snow. Someone told you that your name will be written in the Lamb's book of life. Someone told you that his love casts out all fear. Someone told you about Jesus and the crowd said, it's Jesus. And Bartimaeus says, Jesus, thy son of David, have mercy on me. He was tired of the life that he lived. He was weary of being a beggar and being blind. He was weary of lying by the wayside and the muck and the filth and the dirt. He was tired of his life. He was tired of his sin. And this day Jesus came. And he called out Jesus. Jesus, thy son of David, have mercy on me. You know, the Bible tells us that whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Thou shalt call his name Jesus, and he shall save his people from their sins. He knew this was the one and the only chance. Listen carefully, friend, tonight, if you're in this hall, you've come in, you're spiritually blind. The consequences of that is a life that is broken and empty without hope, without peace, troubled and tormented. That's the consequences of being spiritually blind. But Bartimaeus knew this was his opportunity because he knew that Jesus may not pass this way again. And friend, can I tell you tonight as the hour is late and time is short, can I tell you, friend, in this room, if you're not saved or you're backslidden, listen very carefully. There may not be many more opportunities for you to call upon the name of the Lord. There may not be many more opportunities that you'll sit in a gospel meeting or stand with a, with a Christian neighbor or meet a Christian on the streets of Belfast that will tell you about Jesus. There may not be many more opportunities. The Bible says today, if you hear His voice, don't harden your heart. Many charged him, that is Bartimaeus. Many said to him, Bartimaeus, not today. Don't busy the Master. Don't busy Jesus. Bartimaeus, just be quiet. Just just sit, sit on. He's not interested in someone like you. I am so thankful for this Gospel that Jesus is interested in people like you and people like me. He hasn't come to save the righteous. He's come to save sinners. People who have messed up people's lives that are filled with brokenness and shame and sin and agony and torment. He hasn't come for the righteous. Those self-righteous people. He's come for people that know they're sinners. You're a sinner. And He's come to save sinners. But many says, hold your peace. No, what they're saying is not today. Maybe tomorrow. What they're saying is, put it off to another time. What they're saying is perhaps you're too young. What they're saying is, and these are the thoughts that people have when they come under the sound of the gospel, it's not for me. Maybe you're sitting saying, I don't really understand all that's going on here. Are these people mad? What are they rejoicing? What are they singing about? What, what is it? We're singing about a man called Jesus who's changed our lives. 
That's why we sing. That's why we're happy. That's why we rejoice. And some will say, but maybe you're too bad. You've committed too much sin. Could you do anything with your life? Could you do? Let me tell you, friends, what Jesus can do in a life is awesome. There's no one that's too far gone or too deep in sin that He's come to save sinners. He hasn't come to save people who are self-righteous. He's come to save sinners. And that's what we are. We're sinners saved by the grace of God. It's not on the outward. And so many would say, it's not for you. Another time, you're too young, you're too old. Your addiction's too strong. But I'm going to tell you something what the Bible says, to as many as received Him, to them give He the power to become the sons of God. This is a supernatural, born-again experience that sets the prisoner free. It opens the blinded eye. It unstops the deaf and ear and washes a man from all his sin or a woman and cleanses them. There's power, wonder-working power in the blood of Jesus. They charged him to hold his peace. But you know, Bartimaeus knew it was his day. He knew it was his time. He knew it was his opportunity. And he didn't care what people thought because he didn't want to be a beggar anymore. He didn't want to lie in the dust anymore. He didn't want the old garments that are stained with sin anymore. He didn't want the old life. Are you tired of the old life? Are you tired of the old way? Are you tired of the old sin? You know, the old cycle of sin is an awful thing. We've been there. I've been there living in that cycle of sin. Doing the same thing week in and week out. Bringing you no joy. Bringing you no happiness. Waking it up empty. Waking it up with nothing. Not knowing where to turn or who to turn to in the cycle of that sin. Are you tired of sin? Friends, I got to a point in my life I was tired of living that life of sin. I was tired. The pleasures of sin, as Ruth said yesterday, they last for a season. But when it's gone, it's awful. At the beginning, it's joy and it's happy on the outward. But then when it goes, it's sour, it's bitter, it's empty, it's broken. And then your life's a mess. Are you tired of the old life? I believe Bartimaeus had had enough. And all the people around him and all the excuses they would give him wasn't going to put him off. And it says that he cried the more a great deal. Thou son of David, have mercy on me. The Bible tells us it's one of those awesome scriptures. It says that in the midst of all of that crowd and all the commotion, it just simply says that Jesus stood still. He stood still. He stopped. Listen, he stopped at the cry of an old beggar lying at the side of a dusty road in Jericho. Could I tell you, if he'd stop there, he's going to stop in this wee building tonight for one person that would say, Jesus, have mercy on me. And Jesus stood still. I want to tell you tonight, friend, that Jesus will hear the cry of the man or the woman like Bartimaeus has had enough of the old life, the old way, the old sin, the immorality, the lying, the thieving, the cheating, all the stuff that goes on in the life. Sure, we know all about it. You're tired of the life of deceit, tired of having no peace, tormented, tired of addiction, tired of turning to all the things and the vices of this world. I'm tired of it. Are you tired of it? The Bible says the thief comes but for to steal, to kill, and destroy. Destroying your life. 
Sin does that. Sin causes you to be blind. That's what sin does. Thou shalt call his name Jesus. What will he do? He'll save, deliver his people from their sin. Here's a very important thing in the story, the account here, that I want you to note. Jesus stood still and commanded him to be called. And now the crowd that had told him, don't come. And they called suddenly the blind man, saying unto him, be of good comfort, rise. Jesus calls for you. Jesus is calling for you. Jesus is calling for you. Friend, tonight in this room, if you're not saved, Jesus is calling for you. No matter what sin you're in, no matter how dark it is, Jesus is calling for you. You know when Jesus called him? Bartimaeus, it says, he rose up and he got that old garment. And that old garment spoke of that old life. And all the gutters he'd lay in and all the sin he'd committed. And all the emptiness and all the brokenness. And all the hurt and all the agony. He got that old garment that spoke of that old life. And he took it off and he cast it to the side. Friends, this is so important. This speaks of a word that the Bible calls repentance. It's not necessarily preached much anymore, but it's the truth. It's when you get tired that you want to turn away from that sin and that life. You want to get rid of the garments that are stained by sin. Hymn writer says, lay aside the garments that are stained by sin and be washed in the blood of the Lamb. It's crucial that you're willing to leave the old life. A lot of people want both lives. A lot of people want Jesus and they want to go to heaven, but they want to live in sin in the earth. It's impossible. There has to be a true repentance. I'm tired of the old life. Forgive me of my sin. I'm done with the old garments. And he cast it away. But you know what happens at that moment when you put your faith and trust in the Lord Jesus Christ, you repent of your sin. You know what the Bible says happens? In Isaiah 61 and 10, he says, I will greatly rejoice in the Lord. My soul shall be joyful in my God, for he has clothed me with the garments of salvation. He has covered me with a robe of righteousness as a bridegroom decketh himself with ornaments and as a bride adorneth herself with jewels. He gives you a new garment. He washes you. He cleanses you and gives that robe of righteousness. Jesus said to him, what will I do to thee? Imagine asking a blind man, what is it you want? What is it do you actually want? The blind man said, Lord, that I might see. Jesus said unto him, Go thy way. Thy faith has made thee whole. And you know what happened? Instantly. He received his sight. The Bible says, If any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. All things pass away. Behold, all things become new. Friend, tonight if you're in this room, you're in this meeting. Your life is filled with confusion and darkness and you have no peace. That's because of blindness. It's because of sin. But there's one here tonight. It's not me and it's not this church. It's a man called Jesus that opens blind eyes. 
And if you would call upon the name of the Lord, if you would believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus, the Bible says you shall be saved. If you repent of your sin and be converted, your sins will be blotted out and the times of refreshing will come from the presence of the Lord and there's nothing like it to be saved. You know, we're living in days, and I close with this, where there are even some who once walked with the Lord now have gone blind. Used to be on fire for God. Used to be living for God. Used to walk with God. You give your life to Jesus, but now in these days, that spiritual blindness has come. You don't see like you used to see. Jesus tells us of this in the book of Revelation. When they come increased with riches and increased with goods and they have need of nothing, but they don't realize that they're wretched, they're miserable, they're poor, and they're blind, and they're naked. And he stands at the door and he knocks. He wants to restore that life that once walked with them, but is far from him. You've gone blind. If you'd open the door and repent tonight, the Lord will restore you. He's come in His mercy. He's come in His grace to restore sight. And friends, how we need vision in these days. God's speaking to some life tonight. Someone, man or woman, God's speaking to your heart. Today, He may not pass again. The opportunity may not be here again. Today, if you hear His voice, Harden not your heart. Turn to Jesus. Let's pray together tonight.